Yes. Pew went inside just as a large flatbed truck came lumbering down the road. The bed of the trunk was piled high with green picnic tables and benches. They had been collected from the city park by two of the sheriff's deputies. The truck stopped three-quarters of the way down the road. Men got out and began unloading the tables and benches and arranging them about the meadow. They had done all this before. Shortly thereafter, pickup trucks began arriving with coolers stacked in the beds, the wild game contents of his deputy's freezers. This was the fourth annual Sheriff Bo Tully Empty the Freezer Day, one of the greatest political ploys ever committed in the entire history of Blight County, perhaps even in the history of Idaho, or even of the United States. Tully couldn't help but smile. A couple hours later, cars began turning off the highway and parking in the upper part of the meadow. The occupants got out and came down the road carrying shovels and axes. They began digging holes in the sod of the meadow and lining the holes with rocks. Some of the men carried firewood and piled it next to the holes. Soon, a dozen fires were burning in the meadow, an area Tully usually referred to as his yard. Iron racks were set up next to some of the fires, while others were fitted out with grills. By noon, slabs of deer and elk ribs were roasting on the iron racks. Grills simmered with smoked elk sausages, elk and venison steaks, and various kinds of ground meat patties, deer, elk, bear, moose, antelope, sheep, porcupine, and enough mystery meats to cover most of the other wild animal species of Idaho. Tully had once tried what turned out to be a weasel patty, and from then on had taken care to avoid all mystery meats. One large bed of coals contained foil-wrapped packages of sliced potatoes and onions. Huge skillets of grouse gravy bubbled on two charcoal grills. Smoked cocanny salmon protruded in pink and golden patinas out of greasy boxes. Tables were laden with double rows of salads, potato, pasta, jello, carrot raisin, coleslaw, ambrosia, layered, sauerkraut, four bean, and fruit. All of the salads had been provided by residents of Blight County, along with enough pies to cover the tops of several tables. Assorted local bands took turns furnishing the musical background. By one o'clock, Sheriff Bo Tully's freezer day was in full gluttonous uproar. Local politicians and their spouses filled two tables that had been pushed together. They glanced enviously around at the partying crowd. Why hadn't one of them thought of this scam? Tully smiled. Absently scratching an itch through his shirt, he made a rough calculation of the number of votes represented in his yard and meadow. More than enough, he calculated, to guarantee his winning the next election hands down. In the unlikely event, he even had an opponent. The citizens of Blight County loved him, particularly the women. His close scrutiny of the crowd, however, had little to do with votes. His interest lay in one Lucas Kincaid, a nasty piece of work if ever there was one. After serving only two months of a life sentence for murder and the cultivation and sale of marijuana, Kincaid had somehow escaped from a prison van hauling him to a hospital for a mental evaluation that Tully himself could have provided. Crazy. Kincaid had left the two guards accompanying him dead, 
not because of any necessity related to his escape, but, Tully mused, probably as an afterthought. The homicidal maniac had soon let it be known about the county that his first order of business was to kill the man who had put him in prison, one Sheriff Bo Tully. Some people are such sore losers. Tully's eyes fixed on a figure advancing toward him through the crowd. It was a very nice figure. The pretty blonde woman wore a white dress distinguished mostly for its brevity, one of Tully's favorite elements of female fashion. Coming up to the porch, she held out her hand. Tully leaped to his feet, grasped the hand, and gave it a little squeeze. The young woman laughed. You are even more handsome than my aunt let on, she said, her blue eyes twinkling. How is that possible? Tully said. And exactly who is this extraordinary...